welcome back to another episode of The Stride Effect. I am your host, Tori DeSimone. And today is a very, very exciting episode because today I have on one of my dear friends, Danielle Carolyn. Um, now, Danielle is a spin instructor in Athens, Georgia at a studio called Prevello. And she became an instructor back in January of 2020, so a couple of months um, before the whole shutdown. But it's been amazing um, to see Danielle grow into the instructor that she is. Now, a big reason that I wanted to bring on Danielle, um, well, there's actually a lot of reasons. One of the reasons um, is that Danielle and I are good friends. We go way back in our YouTube days. So if you guys are new um, to the podcast and you don't know who I am, my name is Tori Simone. I am um, the co-owner of Stride Phoenixville and the owner of Stride Sea Isle. And um, before I was owning studios, I was a influencer on YouTube and Instagram. I would post makeup videos. And that's how Danielle and I met was through YouTube. We had the same management and we just became really good YouTube friends and we're still great friends to this day. Um, as Danielle and I both grew up, we both developed a passion and love for spin and it led us to both become instructors. I became an instructor back in 2017 and Danielle became an instructor this year in 2020. Um, so it's been really, really cool to see one of my dear friends make that transition from rider to instructor at a studio down in Athens. Um, I'm really excited because Danielle is going to be coming to Stride Sea Isle this summer in July to teach some classes with me. So Hopefully after this podcast, you guys are really excited to have Danielle down in Sea Isle. I am so excited to teach with her and to have her down at that studio. So um, you guys will get to see uh, Danielle become part of the Stride community this summer. I am so excited. So this is a great intro episode for her um, into Stride Sea Isle. And it's also just a great episode um, where we talk about how to become a spin instructor and the different ways to go about it. Because you guys always hear from the Stride point of view of this is how you become a spin instructor at Stride. But we we don't do it the same way as everyone else and not all studios hire the same way. So it's really cool to hear how Prevello does it. Um, it's really cool to hear Danny's story. And I hope this inspires you guys um, to go after your dreams. If you want to become an instructor, maybe you're just curious about what it's like being an instructor. You'll find great value in this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, show Danielle lots and lots of love. I'm so blessed to have her on um, the Stride Effect and connecting the spin community one studio at a time. Um, yeah, it's really amazing that we can have this outreach on the community. So hope you guys enjoy and let's get on to it. Okay. All right. Hi, guys. I am here with Danielle Carolyn, who in my heart is always Danielle Marie. Hey guys, I know it's so crazy. Like you're forever Tori Sterling to me. I know. Like whenever I hear Gretchen say Tori Decent or Tori Sterling, I'm like, oh, it's a decent moment. But like, it's so funny to just like have the rebranding yeah. of us. Never forget when we went to a hotel one time together and I literally put your name in the hotel as Tori Sterling. Yeah. Simone, and you were like having so much trouble checking in. <laughs> That's why. I know. And on my ID, they're like, well, it says Sterling is your middle name. I'm like, I know. Just like, please let me check in. Like, I swear it's me. <laughs> Good times. kind of sounds like our last name. Last name. <laughs> Good times. Danny and I go way back. Way, way back. Way back. So I'll it's give a quick crazy. elevator pitch of Danny and mine's story. And then Danny, I want you to introduce yourself. So Danny and I met um, from YouTube so long ago. So that's how we know one another is just through social media, through YouTube. We've, you know, hung out tons of times together. Like we're just great friends um, that we met through social media. So Danny, introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are. What do you do? Give it to us. 
Okay, I'll do my little elevator pitch. Um, I'm Danielle. I am a, oh my gosh, I'm now a senior at the University of Georgia. That's bonkers. And whoa, that's so weird to say. And I have a YouTube channel. That's how Tori and I met a bit ago. And I've been doing YouTube for about nine, 10 years now. And yeah, then I also started a podcast. And then recently in the last year, I became a spin instructor at um, Pirabello in Athens. It's like the studio in my college town, essentially. And so I'm kind of just like doing YouTube, being a student, I'm a fashion merchandising major, and then also spin instructing on the side. I love that. I remember when you announced that you were teaching spin, I think the world stopped turning for like a couple seconds. <laughs> it was like the most, it was just so, it wasn't random, but it's like, everyone's just like, whoa, like you're doing it. <laughs> You're doing the damn thing. It wasn't random because you were so passionate about it. Like you were posting spin everywhere. And it's so funny because I feel like we all got into spin. Like we all grew up together. Like you, me, Gretchen, like we all like went in phases of our life, like at pretty much the same time. And I remember you and I got on the spin wave at like the same time in our life. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I know. And you were, you, you started, when did you start teaching? Like I started teaching in 2017, but I started spinning in 2016. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's just so crazy. Like, I don't know. I guess spin is just like, since we're all, I feel like since we're all like really like spunky, like, I don't know, energetic people, spin just kind of matches that for all of us. I feel like. A hundred percent. I mean, like we love like the playlist parties and I feel like spin is literally just a playlist party. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a ton of beat drops. That's what we're here for. Oh, it's so good. And Tori and I have very similar music tastes. Like, I mean, I'll get into that later, but like Tori, like helped me with like music stuff in the beginning for sure. So helpful. It's so fun sharing music. And I get asked that all the time. Like, how do you find spin music? And like sharing it is the best part of being a spin instructor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so fun. It's just like, honestly, just sitting down for hours and just like listening to new stuff. Dude, you can get lost in it. How long does it normally take you to make a playlist? I like put too much work into it sometimes. Like my boyfriend will be like, you're still working on that. It's just like, it must be perfect. Yeah. But I would say like, oh, I don't know. It, it depends. Like, I guess it only takes like under an hour to like make the playlist because you can add it, but then it's like thinking about how it all flows together and like how you're going to do it. That's, that's the long part. I'm sure you would agree. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like there are some days where it takes me like 15, 20 minutes to make a playlist and that's like short and it's like, cool. Like I got it. Like I just know what kind right. of music I want. I know what vibe I want, da, 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 whatever. But there are other days when either I have way too much good music and I'm so excited and I can't narrow it down or I'm mm-hmm. in such like a music fog and there's nothing that I like and it will literally take me like an hour and a half for one playlist. Yeah. It just, it just, it, that's so, that's a good way to put it. Like sometimes you're just like, boom, 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 done. Like, wow, that's perfect. 45 minutes, whatever. And then other times it's just not there. It just depends. It is so like bizarre, dude. It takes up such a big time, but it's so fun making playlists and getting into music. We'll get into oh, all that of like how to yeah. find good remixes. Like SoundCloud is a ton and Spotify is so many. Yes. But I want to hear your spin story. How did you even fall in love with it? How'd you begin? Let's, let's hear the humble beginnings. Okay, so I was thinking about this before we started because I had a feeling that this would be a thing I talk about. So I was trying to think about it. I think in high school, I started going to a spin studio just in Tampa. And I remember like the first one ever, I was like, whoa, that was like hard, you know? And like, it was so crazy because, you know, your first few spin classes, like when you see people get up for like the sprint or the jump or whatever people, I feel like everyone runs, whatever. 
and you know you have that like certain beat to it like the like the one two one two and it's like so frustrating that first class you go to when everyone's like at the beat and you're just like trying to just like go with the flow you know it's so funny so I remember being so intimidated but I loved it I was like whoa like I want to do this more so I'd go to classes and then there was never spin here in Athens like I would always like go during the summer and then I'd come back to school and I would do like orange theory or something because there was just nothing and it's actually funny or have you ever taken an orange theory class I've never taken well <laughs> they have a bike and it's like supposed to be for like <laughs> people so that don't want to run for the first 30 so it's basically like first 30 minutes you you're either on the uh, treadmills or you're on the weight room and then you switch halfway through the class anyways there's a bike it's like a spin bike but it's for people that like can't run if they have like injuries but I would take the bike unless someone was injured was there, then I would like let them off the bike and I would like do sprints. Like I would just sit there and like, it became such a joke, but like I was friends with the instructors. So they were like, Oh, it's cause she likes to spin. But like looking back on it, it's so weird <laughs> that I did that, but I just like craved spin. Yeah. Anyways, long story short. So anytime I'd go home or if I'd go to, you know, a city, I'd take like a spin class there. And uh, finally I get this message from the CEO of Crivello and she's like, Hey, I'm thinking of opening a studio in Athens. Like, can you chat? I literally said, are you available today? Like I was like, please we need something here like so but I used to say to Tori like please bring stride to Athens yeah. like I just like, was <laughs> I was just like I need it in my life so I was so excited and they built really fast and they opened this past August of uh 2019 so and then I just started spinning like every day um and do you want me to kind of get into like, yeah get into uh, it okay 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 sorry I know I'm like rambling do it but yeah so <laughs> so I went to the first class there and like I started to get to know all the people that worked there I loved it so much fun and I was just I, I wasn't there every day I probably like went every other day and then I think it was in like October um I don't know because I mean like obviously when like a spin studio opens up in a college town that or any town that like doesn't have any spin like not a lot of people maybe know how to spin or are familiar with it, but they like, like it. So I remember like in the beginning, I was always like in the front row, like trying to like, you know, inspire others. Cause like no one really liked or not liked it. I don't know how to explain it. Like no one really knew how to spin. If, if that makes sense. I don't yeah, really know. That makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, it's like, it's not like you can just go into like a regular traditional class and just follow along. Like there's like a flow to it. There's moves to it. Like this choreo there's to it. choreo. Yes, exactly. So it was kind of like, but like now, you know, you go to classes and like everyone's fighting for the front row. So it's just like different. But in the beginning, anyways, in the beginning, like I was kind of like teacher's pet and I always loved writing sidebar and like being right there with her and like whatever. And I remember one day the manager of our studio like came up to me and was like, have you ever thought about spin instructing? And I was like, I mean, I thought about it, but I never thought I, I really just didn't think I had the stamina for it. Like the thought of like, talking and spending at the same time is the wildest thing to me I was like how do these people do it? I remember watching Tori's you know video she posts on Instagram I'm like how did she do that so <laughs> I, but it but like it is just like throwing a party and just you know hyping people up so I love that aspect and she was like well think about it like we're gonna have a training session and tryouts like these dates like if you're interested and I went home and I thought about it I told my roommate she thought I was insane she's like you have zero time and I was like no I know I have zero time um, but I'm going to do it <laughs> she was like, okay. <laughs> because it was so fun. And they were like, we really only need like an instructor that can teach like on these times, whatever. But like, obviously you'd have to try out and like all these things. So yeah, that's just kind of how it all happened. <laughs> what was your position like? So uh, we had to, I forget if we had to do two or I think we had to do three songs and we had to do three different types. So like, you know, choreo, more of a sprint, maybe it was just two. 
but you had to act like it was a class. Like you walk in, you're, you're introducing yourself. And that's my favorite part. You know, I know you love it too. Like hyping people up, like, what's up? Like Wednesday, 645. Like, are you guys right? Like, I love that stuff. Like it's the best. So you had to do that whole thing. And then I think there was three of us that tried out that day. Um, and then I think I found out like a couple of days later that I was invited to training, which was like a full weekend long. Um, and that was like, well, tra- it was the training intensive was like a full weekend, but then like, you know, for a couple of weeks after you're like apprenticing and you're like learning still. So yeah, that was a wild ride. I remember I was like, I think I was trying to find tryout songs and I texted Tori and I was like, I need a song that's like this kind of beat. And Tori like literally sent me four. I ended up using one of them, which I was it Get Rich uh, by Tyga. Yes, it was a Tiger one. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> it's so, it's just like perfect. And yeah, like, I was so like thinking boppy. of you during it. It was, no, but literally you got me. I remember I was sitting there and you were texting me all these songs. And I was just like, I typed it up in my room. And I was like, Tori just gets it. It was so great. So Tori was definitely <laughs> helpful in that. <laughs> no, that it's really, like I said, it's so fun sharing music. Um, I love hearing how other studios train. Like, it's so cool to hear how like everyone does. Because what's cool is that we all do the same thing right? But everyone teaches it and trains it so differently to other people. Like it's so crazy. Like SoulCycle has their way. Stride has our way. Prevello has their way. Like it's really cool to hear everyone teaches and trains like the same kind of class. It's really, really cool. So your training was one weekend. It was a weekend long. And one thing I will say I've noticed is I think what they do, it's not like anyone, I don't know what stride does in this sense, but not anyone can just be like, oh, like I want to try out. Yeah. It's more of like, if they see you in the studio, cause they want people that love the studio and like know kind of the Purevelo way, et cetera. So they usually honestly approach people or like, however it comes about, but it's someone that's like in the studio a lot, like obviously can like keep up with choreo and stuff. And then they're invited to training. So it's not like cold Turkey, like, oh, like this is how you do it. Like they already know like the basics and they know how to do it. It's more of like, Training is more so like teaching about music and safety things and just kind of how to like run a class, I would say. What, what, totally. what is it for y'all? So on our end, we have a lot of people that um, get certified and they think that like that's what you need to begin mm-hmm. to train. Not always the way. Uh, yes, you need to be certified, but like there's a lot more that comes to it. So with I us, agree. we have a lot of people that are, that are clients and that are loyal and are there like every day. So pretty much everyone that reaches out, we know very well. And like, we know how they ride. We know what kind right. of rider they are. We know how involved and like indulged into our culture they are. So we already know all that going into it. Um, so a lot of times we'll just have them fill out an application on file. And then when we have an opening, we'll pull from that to audition. Oh. Yeah. So then you have to like apply and then audition and then get past auditions. Um, but it's really like, we don't have a lot of openings at all. Like we've expanded our schedule like as much as we possibly can to like let in as many people as possible. But like we're at the point now where like there's literally just no other room to hire anybody else. So like the last girl that we hired, her name was Gab. She's amazing. Love her. You'll meet her this summer. Gab Major. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, So Gab pulled me aside when we first opened in like September of 2018. It was like, Hey, I want to like audition for you guys. And I was like, okay, we don't have any room. So then in January, I know March, January of 2020, something like that, 2020, we auditioned her. So it took a year and a half to get Gavin. Yeah. So like, yeah. So our auditions are always with people that we know are riders like thick and through. Um, and that are people that show a lot of potential. And then after the audition, then we do trainings and trainings can last anywhere from 
like our short gab was probably our shortest training she was i'd say like six weeks uh we trained gab for six weeks and then um, we've trained instructors for up to nine months so it really just depends on like it's per person you know what i mean um so we really just kind of like stride brand them but still give them the freedom to be whoever they are and brand themselves as the instructor and kind of just like how to format playlists and how to interact with clients and how to build your brand and how to you know just do all these things like market yourself how to fill your room because that's what we always say to our girls it's like okay we give you you know a clientele of x amount of clients like we have eight thousand active active clients all you have to do is fill 34 of those bikes in your room from the eight thousand active clients and this is how you do that stuff like that so it's a lot of strategy that goes into our training in addition to like how to be an instructor how to transition from being a rider to an instructor because that's super different too yeah, it's like a totally different. That's so true about filling the room. That's like a whole other thing. Like people have to want to come to your class. You have to be, you have to connect with the people in the lobby and like mm-hmm. talk to them. It's the, so true. Like you have to like create a community around it because like when I was just a rider, like I definitely chose certain people to go to their classes. Like Absolutely. it's just like natural. Like you, you just have like a certain pull towards certain people. Yeah. And you just like bond with certain instructors. And I I know that like, I always felt this way when I was a rider and I would idolize instructors. I literally thought they were celebrities and God, like I thought they were like superhero, (laughs) like Jess, my co-owner. I literally was like, Oh my God, like this girl is literally a superhero. So that's (laughs) how a lot of like riders will then look at instructors, which is cool. Um, what was that shift like for you when you were a rider to an instructor? So I remember, like I was saying earlier, Tori was helping with music and she was like, she was just giving me like motherly advice essentially, which I wanted because I knew that she's done the literally the same exact thing you paved the way for me. And she was like, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on like, basically she kind of said like, it's going to change. Like when you start to become a teacher and instructor, you start to notice different things. Like it's harder to enjoy classes almost because you're thinking about, you know, their choreo or like different things like that and I would agree like I definitely still enjoy classes however I find not really when I go to like Purebello but like if I like when I'm home or like I go to a different spin studio I'm thinking about like how it's different or like how oh that's not how I do it not in a mean way but it's like whoa like it's kind of like a surprise which is fun but at the first at first you're kind of like you're just thinking about more technical things like, oh my God, like their song just got messed up. I feel so bad or like different things like that. Or, oh, she forgot to light that candle or like not in a criticism kind of way, but more of just like a, I don't know, like you just, it's like your job too. So you're just like thinking about it. So it's like, sometimes you have to go in there with mentality. Like I'm here for me. My phone's out there for a reason. Like you just have to enjoy it. So it's definitely different, but I mean, I don't like regret it by any means, but you were right. you don't think that that shift is going to happen until like you find yourself doing those little like thoughts in your, I mean, I have it all the time. Like whenever I go to Seoul, um, I have this one instructor, Brian. I love him. I think he's like the best. I love him. Um, but every time I take his class, I'm like, wow, I would have done it this way. Or I do this or I do this. Or like, if he's finding like a hill to a song, I'm like, man, I really want to go fast to this. Like there's just things that you pick up on. 
Yeah, totally. And like, it's cool that when you're a rider and the instructor's like, all right, get this beat, that's the only beat that you find. But then when you're an instructor and you're taking a class and you hear a beat and you're like, oh my God, I could do either of this. Um, it's, it's just so cool to true. like really like learn in depth more about the music and about like how you can really structure a class. And it's just like a d- way different transition. That's a, yeah, you, you made it sound a lot more clearer than I was trying to put it. You said what I was thinking, essentially. It's like when it's like the beat thing or like if they don't have you get up for a sprint, but you like want to, or just like different things that just like feel natural to you. That happens to me a lot. I'm like, Oh, like I need to like do more right now. We don't want to be like extra and be a show off. It's just like, yeah, like want to do it a certain way. <laughs> do, do you ever like take class and like halfway through a sprint, they'll have you do jumps or they'll have you like go down in the saddle and you're like, I just want to fucking I'm run the whole up. thing. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. I remember one time, um, one of my instructors, Vic was doing a class and I was riding next to Lauren, who's our studio manager and, mm-hmm. um, Vic backed us off and Lauren and I looked at each other and we kept going and we're like, it feels too fucking good. Like we can't stop. Yeah. You got um, to. It's like, no offense. I just got to keep going. You just got to keep doing it, man. I know. I totally relate to that. <laughs> Let me know if I you feel it. this way too. But whenever um, I was working at my old studio before I owned Stride, um, yeah. or even like when I'm uh, not really that much at Stride because like there's a different mentality of like being an instructor versus an owner. So I'm like relaying it back to my old studio when I was just an instructor when you would ride at Pervella or even at Soul Cycle, this happens to me at Soul. Do you feel like you're being watched, like when you're just riding in the class? Yes. Okay. Yes. Talk to me. About I don't know it. about. No, let's chat. I mean, I I don't know about at other studios, not Soul, because there's. I feel like when you walk into Soul Cycle, everyone's just like badass. But like at like like my local studios in Tampa, like, because they know now that like I teach, like when I come back, I feel like, like, Oh, like Danielle's back. Or like, even if I don't really know anybody, I just feel like you kind of exude this energy. That's kind of like, I feel comfortable in here. Like I'm ready. And you definitely do feel watched. At Prevello, I definitely do. I mean, cause when I would go to Prevello and I was just a rider and there was like an instructor riding like next to me, I'd be like, well, like, let me watch. You know, it's just like natural. Yeah. It's almost like an advertisement for your classes when you're in someone else's class. Yeah. That's you know, a good way to put it. Like if I was like when I was at the old studio and I would ride as a rider before I was an instructor and I knew that there was an instructor in class, if that instructor did like a kick-ass job taking class, I would want to go take that instructor's class. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. Actually, I think I subconsciously would do that as well as like looking around, like shopping for classes. And I think also though, there's I don't know if you ever had this happen where like I was, I was signed up for spin. Maybe I was hungover. Maybe it was just, not, I was having an off day, you know? And I'm like, damn, like now, like riders are going to watch me and they know I'm an instructor, but like, I'm really tired today. Do you ever have that? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm having an off day, like to have and like, and so like, I'll be like, oh, and I always, okay. I have a question for you. There's okay. times where I'm like, oh, like today's definitely like a second row day or like a back row day, but then you get in there and there's just, you just can't do it. Like you have to ride front. Do you yeah. ever do that? Always. I'm always like oh, riding back row. And then I always just end up riding front row. Yeah. It's you just know? like you walk, it just it doesn't feel right. And it's right. not like a, it's not like a cocky thing. It's just like where you feel comfortable. It's like yes. back row just doesn't feel right to me. <laughs> yes. There was one time in stride that I rode back row. Um, I was riding in a class with Vic and Jess. They were teaching it. And oh, it was such a fun class, dude. Everyone was in that class. Like instructors were in there. Staff was in there. Like our, like, I love that. 
clients that were like celebrating something were in there. Like it was so fun. Aww. And I was like, I'm going to let everyone like have their moment. So I wrote in the back row. I had the time of my fucking life in the back row, dude. I was like <laughs> I vibing out, watching everybody. I think Vic was like, yo, it the is boss cool. is in the back. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. That, that is so killer. Fun. It was so fun. I find though, if I ride back row, I'm like, oh, no one's watching. I will get lazy. Like, I'm lazy. Oh, yeah. Like, that's why I have to. Otherwise, like, I literally, I remember I rode back row. I think I rode back row like three times. And one of the times, I literally just like didn't get up for one of the sprints. I was like, no, <laughs> like, what am I okay? Like, yeah. that's why I have to restrict myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, now that like at Stride, being an owner, like, if, when I'm an instructor, I'm like, yes, you have to like advertise yourself when you're writing in other classes and you have to yeah. perform. But like being an owner at Stride, I feel like I have no other choice but then to do every single move and keep up every single time. Yeah. So, like, wherever <laughs> I ride, I'm just like, Tori, like fucking suck it up and do it. And then like- That's so true. I mean, it, like you get it done and like you feel good when you're doing it. And like, I don't know if, okay, tell me if you feel this way too. When I teach a class, I can do like whatever song, but I always get a little winded naturally. But whenever I ride and don't talk, I feel like I can run a five minute sprint. No problem. When you are... When I'm riding like in class and not instructing and someone else is teaching. Like I don't get at all tired when I take class versus when I teach class. I am opposite. Oh, it's very okay. strange. Okay, that's me. weird. I thought you were gonna say what I what happened because like a lot of the other instructors here will like talk about it. Like, put me up on the podium. Like, I remember one time I wasn't even an instructor yet, and they just like had me ride the podium, and she didn't tell me it was a minute long sprint, and I just did it because like everyone's watching. I think for me it's definitely like a watching thing. Like, if I know people are watching, like I'm like, oh my god, you have to keep going. Whereas like if I'm just like on the corner, I don't push myself as much. Like I need the push. So like it is funny. Like kind of like that faster like double time beat um I hate doing that but when I'm teaching it I can just do it like I'm invincible for some reason same with like arms it's the same thing so I'm actually opposite for some reason even That's though I'm so talking funny. it's your I know it's, it's oh it's 100% like adrenaline and everything like that I mean there's definitely times yeah as a rider it's like easier because you're not talking and like especially if I'm having like a good day and it's just like you're you're there for the right reasons and you're in a good mood but that's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. I'll be like teaching and like, you know, I get it done, whatever, but I'm like just a little out of breath. Like I'll get off the bike and like run around if I need to. But when I'm like riding and taking class, I'm like, man, like give me another, like I'm good to go. Probably just cause I don't have to talk. So like, I'm just like saving so much more energy when I ride class versus when I teach class. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree for sure. Like you definitely have more energy, but for like, I guess like longer things, like we yeah. have to do something for a long period of time. I'm better on the podium. I, I love that. What <laughs> advice do you have for anyone that wants to become a spin instructor? I think it's a lot about like, yes, like I've noticed there's some people that have wanted to like instruct, you know, propel or whatever. And it just didn't go through because they just didn't have like the energy. I feel like that's like a really big part. Like you can yeah. have the technicalities down. You can know how to do core. You can hit the beat. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's so important to have honestly a pretty big personality like enjoy being in front of people like I have a friend who wanted to instruct but she literally can't stand in front of people like she yeah. just can't and that's like kind of the biggest part so I think it's all about just like having a lot of energy like being able to run a room and you know hype people up I mean that's like also our styles like some instructors are more kind of low-key I'd say but I think it's just like having a good personality and like being at the studio a lot like we both talked about it's usually people that 
are at that studio a lot and like clearly show interest and just love it if they're a writer or an instructor. Um, I feel like that's something you truly have to love though because you do put a lot of work into it. Like, yeah, you teach for like 45 minutes, whatever, but when you're at home, like, I don't know about you, but like, like if I'm teaching that day, it's like a whole thing for me. Oh, it's a whole day. It's a whole day. <laughs> like if I teach 5 p.m. spin on a Monday, I'll make my playlist probably starting around like two o'clock. And then normally that'll go into like 3.30. I'll have like a little bit of food. And then at 3.45, I start getting ready until 4.15. I leave my house at 4.15. I get there at 4.30. That's 30 minutes before class. I teach at 5 and then I'm done 5.45. And then I normally socialize until 6.15. Then I hang out the studio till 7. And then I leave at like 7.15. Yes. That's five and a half hours for a 45-minute class. Isn't it wild? Yeah. and but it's like that's So you make your playlist day of? Yeah. Do you batch your playlist? Uh, do you mean just like have like a ton on hand? Is yeah. Like time batch them like um, ahead of time. No, but I do. So I only teach once a week as of now. Well, sometimes actually that's a lie. Like sometimes I'll teach two or three times a week, but basically I only have one time slot. And then if people need me to fill out, I'm so happy to, but like just with everything else going on, I just have not been able to teach more than once a week. So I do, I guess I just have more time to like really make a playlist. And like when I first started teaching, I literally would spend like, so I was teaching on Wednesday, I'd probably make the playlist like Saturday or Sunday and like listen to it like legit every day and like yeah. practice in my head. Cause I was just so nervous to like mess up. Whereas now like, well, before I was really starting to get the hang of things for, you know, Rona. Rona. <laughs> and um, then I remember like the last class I taught, I made the playlist the day before and didn't practice it in my head or anything and just did it. And that was big for me actually um which is kind of funny to think about so when you said you made yours today I was like holy crap that like gives me so much anxiety but like it <laughs> will get to that point yeah. like you can't just spend so many hours on it all the time your choreo before like going into a song do you know what moves you're going to do I have to I like hope one day I can like not because I always have things I want to do yeah but there's just certain like to get certain workouts up your Bella we try to like have make sure certain movements are in each class so you have to like make sure like I don't know I just don't want to like forget things so I actually yeah. I don't know if you ever do this like I'll like put like the sticky notes thing like the app on my computer next to my Spotify playlist and I'll say like this is kind of the vibe but it's hard to on your bike and you like try to look at it really quick but That's I kind of try tip. to do so no I don't but I used to like when I first started instructing right. I had like a book and I would write out like what I was gonna do and then one day I forgot to like write down my notes so I was like fuck so then right before class I was like all right I'm gonna do this 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 and this and then right. I used to just make it up on the way like on my drive to the studio um, at the old studio. And then one day I forgot to do that. And I was in the first song. I'm like, fuck, I forgot to like plan this. So then I just winged it. And ever since then I've been winging it. So now I can like make a playlist like day of, or like even like a lot of times, like 
okay, on Saturday mornings, because I like to go out on Friday <laughs> nights. So like me and my <laughs> friends get like two hours of sleep on Saturday. So like we'll normally go to bed at like four and then I wake up at six. <laughs> oh my God. One time I did an all nighter. That was rough. Awful, dude. And I teach a you double taught? that Saturday. Yeah, dude, a double. Double. I, yep. I pulled an all night because I taught Friday nine thirty in the morning, and then I stayed up all night because I was like out way too late with my friends. And then I woke up Saturday. Oh woke God. up. I continued my day. Right. I right. taught eight a.m. on Saturday, and then eleven a.m. on that Saturday too. And then I went to sleep after that. It was like insane. But normally, what happens on Friday is like I'll make my playlist like on the way there. So like, or I'll get up at like 6 a.m. and like make my playlist for in like 30 minutes. And I'm like, okay, like this is what we're going to do. And then I'll just go to the studio and rock out. I, those playlists are always my favorite because like normally I get music from the bar the night before. So I'm like, oh, this played at the bar last night. So like, I'm going to bring that energy to class. Like, it's really fun. I love that. You always bring the best energy. Like, oh my gosh, I've been loving taking your Sunday 10 a.m. I can't now, but once I go back home and I have my bike, I can do it again. Cause those like. There was one day where I really didn't want to work out and I had it in my calendar, like towards 10 a.m., whatever. I was like, oh, let's do this. Put me in the best mood. So <laughs> I love doing it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's really so fun. fun. Um, all right. Wait, you talk a lot about how you're so busy that you can only do one class a week. Um, I obviously know what you're busy with, but let all the people know what your responsibilities are being a senior in college, but you're obviously much more than that. Um, so how, what are all of your responsibilities and how do you balance it all? Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm on manifest by Tori Sterling right now. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have that one thing. No, kidding. Um, so. <laughs> no, seriously, it inspired me so much. I'm like, what's my one thing I need to do every day? Anyways, I know that's yes, another podcast. You have to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really do. It's I really, so I really, I think that's a book I'd like to read. Your one thing um, tomorrow is to read the book. Oh, fine. I feel obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so basically I'm about to be a senior in college, but so this past year I was a junior and I'm a fashion merchandising major. I was taking, so this past semester I was taking five classes. Um, I started teaching in January of this year. So I really actually haven't been teaching that long, but I trained last November. So I, you know, basically would like practice uh, every day I'd go into the studio whatever long story short January I started my responsibilities I was captain of our like dance team for our sorority um so that was fun which I loved but it was also like a lot of like balance so I had to like make choreo for that but then I was also making choreo for like spin and then I obviously have a YouTube channel I post at least Wednesdays and Sundays so I'm always like focusing on that I also have a podcast with my friend Brooke gals on the go and for a while we were actually recording two episodes a week we've since changed that um just to once a week just because it was getting absolutely too much but so yeah so I really only ever had time to teach one class on Wednesday nights because I was also traveling on the weekends for like YouTube stuff I've been like you know you work with brands they send you on trips everything like that so it was like I always knew that Wednesday nights at 6.45 p.m. were safe because if I was like for some reason doing a trip or traveling, if I was leaving on Thursday, like Wednesday is safe. Like you never leave on Wednesday for a weekend trip. Not that I was doing a ton, but I just wanted to make sure. And then obviously like being in a sorority, like I'm involved in the social life of it all. So like there's date nights, there's social things on Thursday nights or Tuesdays. And to me, it was just really important. And so, um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other responsibilities. But yeah, and just like having me time, you know. And you have a boyfriend. Yeah, and I have a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
kid, I'm such a, <laughs> I'm such a people pleaser too, that it's like, wait, I need to hang out with my friends, but then my boyfriend, but then I also need me time, but then I also need to record, but then I also need to plan spin. I need to go to spin and work out. And then I also need to go to class at these times, but then I also want to be Tori, Tori, I was about to say Tori Sterling, Tori <laughs> Simone and wake up at 5 a.m. But then if I stay up till 1 a.m. out at the bars, I can't do that. It's just like trying to juggle it all. So, <laughs> but in a way, all of this quarantine has been helpful because I can't do any of those things. So <laughs> I know it really has been helpful. So back in the full swing of things, like assuming that none of this happened, how do you balance it all? Um, I basically time batch. So it's like, okay, like if I'm sitting down to do homework, I'm sitting down and do homework until this time. And once this time's done, like I, I sh- better be done. And then it's like, okay, like usually what I do is in the morning is school. So I wake up, I go to class, all my classes are in the morning. I go to class, I come back, I get my homework done. I eat lunch and then I'll probably do something more creative because in the afternoon I have no brain energy. So I need to do something more creative. So that's recording a podcast, filming a video. Usually I just vlog. So that's been really, really helpful. If I'm just doing a week in my life vlog, I don't need to set a time, time to film because it's just like filming my week. So it doesn't really take much time. So I'll do something creative and then I'll usually, I'm an afternoon workout person usually. So I'll go to like a three, four or 5 PM spin class. And then I'll come back, I'll make dinner. I'll hang with either like my roommate, my friend or my boyfriend. And then I like come back and I just have me time and I go to bed and then I do it all over again. So I just like certain parts of my day are dedicated to certain things, I guess. Yeah. No, I love that. You prioritize your things. And when you're doing your, when you're doing the things you prioritize, that's the only thing that you care about, which is how it should be. Yeah. I just, I mean, yeah, I multitask, but I try to like make sure like I do things at certain times because otherwise I just like won't do it. Yeah. (laughs) And then weekends I try to make either fun or like youtube creative like i try to do all my schoolwork in the week so i can like kind of enjoy the weekend fun so, yeah does ryan ever take your classes mm-hmm. he does Actually, yes he's like so sweet he ryan's like the a boyfriend everybody back. yes he's the boy he's great you would i would kill for you to meet him you would love him i mean i'd um, love to i know we need to figure that out but he came Bring to my to first Seattle. class I know. Oh, he would love the Jersey Shore vibe. <laughs> he would love it. He, um, he's like this kind of like bigger, like more like sh- muscular guy. So him and a spin bike on a spin bike is the funniest thing. But I came to my, he's probably come to like four of my classes total. One time he brought like a ton of his fraternity brothers. And so, so I made like a specifically like frat playlist. And that was one of <laughs> my favorite classes. Like, I love that playlist. Um, That's so fun. And it's, yeah. So yeah, he's gone, uh, like two other spin classes that weren't mine with me. So that's so fun. Does he like them? He likes them. Um, it's so funny though. He like, he's like, yeah, I'm pretty good at it. And he still doesn't (laughs) get that when you, when you get up on a sprint, like he just like goes fast, you know, but that's not what it is, but he thinks he's doing it right. You know? And then the choreo, it's so funny because guys aren't as good as like hitting a beat. So it's like, push you know and he's like pushing up a second beat later yeah. god I love but, when guys take a spin class for the uh, first time it's, it's so, so good. good it's, it's so just cause, good because they're like yeah I'm fit like I'm gonna like kill this but it's just nothing like it's not the gym boy like it's not yeah. it's just it's different dude it's so good when guys take a spin class for the first time because it either goes one of two one of three ways it either goes that they show up and they just like are natural at it and they kill it, which is so annoying, but whatever. I haven't um, seen that one as much. <laughs> my ex was so good at spin. 
like Matt could literally do the whole class and he fucking killed it. It was so annoying. I could not imagine that. He would sit front row and just like kill it. And he's like, that wasn't even hard. I'm like, fuck you. Like, yes, it was. That's so annoying. That's so annoying. (laughs) So he was really good at it. Um, So Hmm. they either show up and they're really good at it or they show up and they think they're really good at it, but they're just like off the whole time. (laughs) Or the third is like they're off the whole time and they know they're off the whole time and they're just like, (laughs) what just happened? And they never want to do it again. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. It's so good. How many guys, do you, do you guys get a lot of guys into your spin classes or is it like kind of like every few, maybe there's one? Um, okay. So let me clarify also when I say guys, like the guys that we were just talking about, I'm referring to guys like our age, like young 20s, yeah, like college, yeah, like high school, yeah. friends, boyfriends, stuff like that. Like their girlfriends, like drag them along and they're like, all right, like I'll try it. Stuff like that. So, so yeah, not sense, like actual clients. Yeah. Right. So in like that sense of those guys, it's probably like only a couple, like each week because like girlfriends don't always like bring their uh yeah, it's like with a them. once thing yeah <laughs> right it's like a one and ride um but oh, there yeah. is this one couple in my classes I love them like um she brought her husband and now they come every single time together and it's my favorite thing like I just adore them um, I love that I love it yeah but regular guy clients I'd say it's like <laughs> like oh we have 34 bikes so normally like it's like a 33 to 1 ratio <laughs> totally yeah I yeah like that's normal I always say to like younger guys, like our age, I'm always like, why don't you guys like come? Like it's literally girls in like leggings and a sports bra. Like why wouldn't you want to be there? And they're all just like so fit and beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. like I, my good guy friend, his dad, like literally met his girlfriend, like going to spin. Like he would go to spin and like meet girls. I love that. That's I love how it. you should do it. I don't know. That's a secret, I think. So they need to get up with it. <laughs> Have you ever heard like guy terminology referring to spin class? It is so funny. I don't think so. What is so, it? So like, um, I'm on Hinge. So embarrassing. Um, no. Oh my gosh. Am. Go off. And like all of my photos pretty much are from Stride because it's the only pictures that I have of me. Totally. And every single guy is like, how can I get into one of your biking classes? <laughs> <laughs> Or like, it's either like, how can I get into a biking class? Or it's like, I bet I beat you in biking class. Not a thing. Biking. Or biking. biking. And like, how are you going to beat someone in biking class? Got it. Or the third is like, um, won a race in your bike class. Like, what does that mean? Like, I love straight male energy. Oh, like, it just hits so different. Yeah. <laughs> like not there sometimes like they're just so like literal that's what it is they're just literal like oh bike biking that's funny yeah that's the one thing I like about stride and like pure bellow and just certain like there's no numbers involved you know like yeah if you Mm -hmm. wear an apple watch you can see but I don't like this I don't want to say I don't like but I personally don't want to go to a spin class where like my numbers are up on the board and it's like a race it should be more like a mental thing and like fun yeah totally like different strokes for different folks but I think you and I are definitely some rhythmic gals that just like going yeah. to the beat, feeling good when we do it yeah that's one thing I think a lot of guys don't realize is like the spin wheel it's like rhythmic rhythmic spins hard to like grasp I think, yeah yeah my my cute dad he's always like I still like I've been doing it for almost two years and I can't get the gallop I'm like dad it's all right You'll get it. Oh, the gallop. That's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gallop. Aww. He's so cute. Um, so Ryan, he's really supportive of you instructing, right? Yes. He loves it. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend's a spin instructor. <laughs> like, he loves it. <laughs> he thinks it's so cool. Well, he's also, we've kind of turned into not a fit couple, like, but like we both are into fitness, which is kind of fun. Like, he 
is probably working out right now. Like he trains a lot of his friends just for fun. Like he always has like a certain project. So like last summer he helped his friend bulk up like a lot. Now this summer, one of his other friends is like, please help me this summer. It's so funny. Um, and he's just gotten like super into it. He's always been into it, I guess, but he loves to work out. So he loves that. I don't know. It's just kind of like a bonding thing for us. Like, okay, I'm going to spin. Okay. I'm going to the gym or like, he'll, I've gone to the gym with him once. He's gone to way more of my spin classes than I've gone to the gym with him. But like going to the gym is just not it for me. Like with him at least, like it's like weights and like yeah. a lot of stuff that I'm just not used to. So it's intimidating great. going to the gym with a boy because yeah. like, like that's just like their thing, you know? It's, yeah know how to like run the town and I simply don't so yeah it's just like their thing and I feel like we're like such group fitness gals that like going to the gym is like I mean I personally love going to the gym alone though like yeah like if my guy friends are like come with me I'm like no like I'm good like you guys go I'll just be over here like I don't even want I don't even want to go at the same time as you Oh my God. Funny story. Um, I don't, this doesn't really pertain, but it kind of does. So the gym that Ryan goes to, they also do spray tans and, uh, yeah, it's like a thing. And so it's like a thing here. All the girls go to crunch for spray tans. Now I don't because I found someone I could just go to privately because of this exact scenario that I just hated. (laughs) So when I first started to get to know Ryan, like we weren't even dating, like I think we had a he was taking me on like his like frat date night, like maybe the next day. And so I went to crunch like t-shirt, probably not wearing a bra, like shorts, just like flip-flops, like getting a spray tan. And so he Snapchatted me and I sent one back like at crunch, but I didn't like show like I was getting a spray tan, you know, it showed like the weight. So I was like, yeah, like I'm working out. He's like, (laughs) Oh my God. Like I'm here right now. Where are you? And I'm like, no, like I was not in a workout. I was not looking cute. I had red hair. I was like, Oh my god! And I didn't really know him yet. I was like, I'm gonna get spray tan, be sneaky. So then I literally had to explain to him that I was not there to work out, and he came and said hi still, but it was so embarrassing. <laughs> god, I would have so, been yeah. really mortified. I was so mortified, but like he was nice about it. And the next day, I remember he complimented my tan, but I just wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I go to a private airbrush person now. <laughs> Dude, I can't even imagine, like, if I left, like, looking like I just walked out of Hollywood Tans, which is where I used to get my spray tans before I had a girl come to my house, and, like, do that at the gym, I would die. It's a really weird thing, because it's, like, the gym that all the guys go to, but it's, like, the spray tan place all the girls go to. Like, before a date oh night, before any phone like, I would die. there are two-hour-long lines. It's, it's a very, it's so, okay, so, yeah, maybe it is weird. I always thought it was weird. That it was like where you go. I literally died because know. like I have a gym crush. I haven't seen him in two months because of quarantine. I wonder gym every crush. day how he's doing. I have no idea what his name is. So I haven't been able to find him on you Instagram. You just like see him. That's so cool. I love yeah. that for you. Yeah, I have a gym crush, but I have no idea who he is. And I haven't seen him in so long. I cannot imagine if I walked out of the gym and my gym crush was there and I was like spray painted. Yeah. Spray painted? Well, spray tanned? Yeah. Well, I do the clear so you can't tell. But either oh, way, you're it. like looking and like you're just in a t-shirt like it's just not yeah. it like you, don't, you shouldn't be walking in or out of a gym in flip-flops and shorts like it's just weird yeah, it's just not the vibe that like I'm trying to get if I'm like really trying to get a boyfriend to but get must be tan and that's one thing I always was inspired about you is like when I started spin instructing you know it's like even more spin all the time but still must be tan like must you be must tan. be tan okay wait let's but talk it's about so annoying. and spin because no one really yeah talks about let's, that. let's talk about it okay so do you tan 
I do. I pretty much, well, right. So during the summer, I actually don't, I try not to, I try to just like lay out just because like I live in Florida, like I really should be like outside, but during the school year. So basically, yeah, when I'm spending and taking class or teaching classes, I get spray tans probably every Thursday. So you do spray tans. I do spray tans. Yes. I know you're more of a self tanner person. I am just bad at it. Like I am bad. I use the mousse sometimes. I like it, but I would just rather just go and get it done. Yeah. I'm a big uh, self tanner gal. Cause I like to be nice and dark all the time. Yeah. Well, and you can like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys should have just seen my hand. I know that was so odd. Uh, <laughs> but like, I think it's good because then you can like update it. Whereas like spray tan, it's like, okay, like I'll wait till my next one next week. Yeah, dude. And like at the end of my spray tans, I'm looking rough. Like I'm patchy. I'm yeah, like, that's, that's why I want to ask yeah. you. So is that why oh, you self-tan? Yeah. Listen, people always are like, how does your tan look so good? It doesn't look good. I promise you it doesn't look good. Um, there's like a secret to it. One of the secrets is that you just got to keep lathering it on top of like already patchy How tan. often? Like, yeah, like, so when it starts uh, to get patchy, when do you, like, do you do, like, every other day? So, I, no, God, no. I would literally hate myself. I okay. tan probably, like, two, max two times a week with, like, tanning mousse. Okay. So, with mousse twice a week, and I go over my whole body. In the winter, I'll normally just do my upper body and my ankles because my legs are always covered. So, I'm like, whatever, I'll be True. ugly. No one's going to see my legs anyway, except for me. I'll just hate myself, but that's fine. So... <laughs> Ankles and feet always have to be tanned because I feel like if my feet are pale, it's a dead giveaway that I'm just pale. I'm a pale girl at heart. So I always make sure that my feet are tan. Um, And then my upper body. And then in the summertime, I'll tan my whole body at least twice a week. Um, Even like this summer, like living at the beach, I'll still self-tan because I don't want to be pale on the beach. So that's what I do. But I use stuff to maintain it in between my, my mousse sessions. So like I'll use tan Lux has like a lotion. So I'll use that lotion typically on my legs, um, to like keep that up if I'm like tan tanning my legs and then on my chest, because I don't know if this happens to you too, but like with my sports bra right here, like where it lays on my chest always gets really like blotchy. So I'll just so blotchy. So I'll just take like a water, which is a gradual tanner, from Tan Lux, it's just called the water. And I just spray that on and then I wake up and it's glowy. And that stuff's awesome because I don't have to shower that off, but the mousse I do oh, have to shower off. Right. But another thing with my mousse tanner is that like if I put on like a coat before I teach spin the next day, I won't shower it off before spin. I just go in and I just let it like streak and I don't really give a fuck. I'm like, whatever, these are my people. They they understand me. Right. They they understand. No, they understand. it's definitely it really changed. And I swear I look more fit when I'm tan. Like it's just absolutely. It's such a thing. And like, I just hate myself a little bit when I'm pale. Yeah. No, like, you, what I'm said in your pod, you said something yesterday. You were like, I, like the one thing I draw the line, like I must be tan. Like that's just like your one thing. Yeah. I just feel so much better. And like this morning, like I woke up and like my face was super pale because my face tanner decided to like stop working on me. So I just like put on like mousse tanner on my face every morning too. Yeah, no, that makes sense. The foundation, yeah, that's like what that's I've been fun. up to. It is fun. That's what I've been up to. Do you yeah. wear makeup? Um, 
when you I feel like you do you do wear makeup when you yeah teach, right? it really depends like at night when I teach my five and six on Monday and Tuesday I'll typically wear makeup just because like I'm bored and you had it on or yeah eh, sometimes I had it on sometimes I just want to feel pretty um yeah. but on like Wednesday mornings I typically don't same with Friday mornings I typically don't and Saturday honestly just depends sometimes I wear makeup that's left over from the night before sometimes I wear <laughs> no makeup sometimes I put on a little bit of makeup it really just depends um but again like they're my people you know so like they don't care what I look like. They just want like a no. fun spin class. Yeah, I feel like no one cares. Like once you're in the room, it's so dark. Like I try not to wear makeup just because like with like the mic on everything, I'm like this just can't be good. But like for certain classes, like I do wear makeup or like if I've already had it on for the day and I just still like how it looks, I'm like, eh, I just won't take it off. Yeah. Um, or like if I'm like breaking out though, I'll probably like cover it up a little bit just because, because you're like in the lobby talking to people. I don't know. It's just like a confidence thing for me. Yeah. So and a like, lot of times people want pictures. So a lot of times. Yeah. That's so true. So when I don't wear makeup and like and the way that the lo- the sun is with the lobby at stride, like it'll just beat on your face. And when I'm not wearing makeup, it's like, man, like I'm not wearing makeup. Like you can tell. Yeah. So, no, that's, I forgot about that aspect as well. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, I definitely like, I, when I do wear makeup, it's like messy. I mean, I've worn like a full fucking beat, like caked mm. on, baked, fake eyelashes, like the whole nine. Um, and it's fine. Like the, the secret when you wear makeup, when you teach or when you sweat or whatever, you just let it roll. Like you don't blot, you don't wipe, you just have to let it roll and it, your makeup will look fine every time. Hmm. Try I'm it. Try that. Right now. I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. Because if you start to blot it, then it's like gross. If anything, like I'll kind of like just go like that. I'm like, okay, like stay. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's so true. Oh my God. Danny, this has been so fun. Dude, I know this is like a chat about spin, but just like also everything else, but like it still like relates back to spin, which is so cool. I could literally just keep talking about this forever, but I know me too. <laughs> I think we need to have you back on for another episode. This was so Oh, fun. for sure. We need a part two. There's so many more topics to explore. Absolutely. Guys, best part of all this is Danny's gonna be coming to Stride CIL this summer. So you can catch us oh, team so teaching so together, baby. Oh my gosh. I'm not ready for that whole weekend. It's going to be, hopefully like it'll just be great. I'm it's just so be excited. So good. Like you're going to be exposed to like the Jersey shore lifestyle, man. I'm so excited to like stay in the stride house. And, yeah. Like, be with the stride. <laughs> it's going to be, be so, so much fun. fun. Yeah. Danny's going to stay with us, us in the stride house. She's going to team teach with me on the days that she's there. We're going to go on the beach. I'm going to show her the Jersey bars and how fun Lacoste is and the OD everything. Don't know what these are, the but yes, you're going to love the it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, it's going to be it. so good. I'm so excited. Aww. All right. Pimp yourself out. Where can people find you? Um, so I'm pretty much at Danielle Carolyn, C-A-R-O-L-A-N on everything. So yeah, go check it out. YouTube, Instagram, all the things. And yeah, thank you. Appreciate it for, thanks for having me. I've had so much fun. It put me in such a good mood for the day. Perfect. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on.
Yes, always a fun time. And I'm sure hopefully I'll be back on again and we'll chat more about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much again for watching or listening, I guess I should say, to this episode of The Stride Effect. Um, once again, my name is Tori DeSimone. You can find me at Tori Sterling underscore. You can follow Stride on Stride Spin and Fitness. And you can also follow Stride Sea Isle at Stride Sea Isle. Um, updates with that opening weekend are coming so soon. As soon as I know, you guys will know. Um, so yeah, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next Wednesday on The Stride Effect.